What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have such an awesome guest with us today. For all of my entrepreneur listeners, this one is for you. Tara Newman is on our show today and through her podcast, The Bold Money Revolution, as well as her program, The Bold Profit Academy, she supports service providers in creating premium offers and scalable sales systems so that they can significantly increase their profitability. As a profit first certified consultant, she ensures women can pay themselves six figures, hire a team, and leverage their small businesses to create generational wealth. This is the stuff I love. And we had such an incredible conversation around sales and mindset blocks and all of these things that we struggle with within growing our own businesses. And I am just so excited for you guys to listen to the conversation. So let's dig in. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Tara, I am so excited to have you on the show today. Little backstory. This is our part two. We recorded (laughs) this last month and had epic like tech issues. And we're like, we got to do this again. So for whatever reason, the universe is ready for this round. And I'm just super excited to dig in. So Tara, tell us who you are. How did you get started with all of your background and so passionate about the business side of helping women in their own businesses? Sure. Um, I am a business growth strategist. I work with female experts running service-based businesses, um, pretty much in 
either the online space or not the online space. So like half my clients have brick and mortar um, or maybe don't utilize online resources and tools as much as others. And then, and then others are very curious about how they can be leveraging the tools of the internet to make yeah. their reach greater or their, um, you know, save them time and, and all that jazz. I have quite an evolution in my journey. So how I got here is just very multi-layered and, um, starting with, you know, working in corporate and loving what I did. I did this in corporate, loved it, but just wanting to do it in a different environment. I have such a passion for small business owners. My, my whole family's a bunch of small business owners, my dad, my grandfather, my husband, his, his family. And so this is just really a, a group of people, a group of individuals who are really important to me. And then over the years evolving into the space that I'm at now through my own trials and tribulations and having cash flow issues and being uncomfortable selling and, and, and self-promotion and putting myself out there to the point where then I started seeing some of the drawbacks actually of, of being online and running a business in the sense that I did this poll on my Instagram last week, which was really interesting. And I, my husband and I were chatting about business. He owns a brick and mortar manufacturing company. And I said, I said to him, I think people online just have this really over glamorized view of what small business ownership is. And I pulled my Instagram audience and 91% of them said, yeah, like, like it's over, it's over glamorized. And so it's really become important to me to be transparent and to really look to find a solution. And one of the challenges that I think are happening is, is we're having a lot of conversation around money because you're running a business. And I think there's a lot of people who are income marketing, make money. Like I make money, make all this money, make all the revenue, just keep increasing your revenue. Before it was like, have a hundred thousand dollar a year business, a six figure business. And it was a seven figure business. And it was an eight figure business. And we're really glamorizing this revenue for revenue sake, but we're not giving it any meaning. So the, what I do is I look at how do we get your business to find, stop, you know, eating cash, like to have cash flow so that you're making money. But then once you're making money, how do we leverage your small business to generate wealth yeah. for you? And I think that we're looking at the wrong metrics. If we're just talking about revenue, that's really a vanity metric. And I think that the metric that we need to be considering is are things like our net worth. It, is our business positively contributing to our net worth or are we overspending all the money that we're making and driving ourselves further into debt. Because what's the point if that's the case? And I understand there's 83% of business owners live paycheck to paycheck, but I want to change that. I want to change that. I want to normalize women being wealthy. I want to normalize women making money. I want to normalize, you know, women being able to retire at 30 or 40 or 50 because they've made smart decisions with the money that they've generated from this business. When I, I'm on a soapbox. Sorry, Micah. No, I love it. I'm like here for this. <laughs> when I also, I always, I do, I do a lot of like polls on my Instagram. Um, 
I know you do reels. Like I don't do reels. I do polls. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I do a lot of polls and, and, or questions. And I asked the, the people on my, on my Instagram, most of them are women, like, why do you want to make money? And they're like, well, for the extra, for the icing on the cake, for the, um, vacation for the, this. And I'm like, well, how about to build wealth? How about that? Like, how about we, we look at the extra and use it to generate other income producing revenues. I love this. And, and really have it, have it be purposeful. You know, it was, it was interesting because I was watching the Lula rich documentary the docu-series and, um, these women were making like a lot of money in by selling their LuLaRue and they were taking these checks of like 50,000 a month, even some of them even more. And there was one episode where the woman was like, yeah, I went and bought like two trucks and it's like, well, that's amazing. But like, what would have happened if you took that money and bought real estate with it right? or invested it in the stock market? Yeah. And where would you be now, you know, 10 years later after that compounded over time? So like, absolutely go and take the vacation. Absolutely go and buy the car. I'm not saying that I'm not being extremely frugal, but like we have, this is such a tool at our disposal now. And I don't think women, I don't think there's ever been a time where women have had more opportunity financially. And how can we really start to be smart? about how we use that. I love this so much. All right. Few things I want to unpack within all of that. First, you talked about how you were uncomfortable selling. I think mm-hmm. this is something I hear all the time. How did you get through that? How did you, cause I heard on one of your podcast episodes that one, you were uncomfortable with it, but it's become one of your favorite things. It is. So where did that shift? How did you reframe that? Okay. So I had to really, um, (laughs) I had to really, really reframe it. It was so hard for me to promote myself, right? Like, I think we've been told for so long, like not to brag, not to promote, not to put yourself above anybody else. Don't think you're better than anybody else. Um, and I, and I think I had to one separate me from the business my business is here to make money. And I get that we're in a, in a time period where we're talking about like, live your passion and, um, you know, your business is your purpose and all those things. But my business is also a business for sure. You know, it has bank accounts, it has contracts, it's an entity. It's here to provide a a living for my family. Um, it's here for me to, to have team and and contractors that I'm supporting. And if I don't take that seriously and I don't go and sell, then these people can't be supported and, you know, my family can't be supported. So I think it was, it was sort of around realizing that this wasn't about me. We really make it about ourselves. And so one, it's not about me, it's about the business, but also it's not about me. It's about the person who I want to help. Someone has a genuine struggle and a problem that I can solve. And it's quite irresponsible of me to not solve that problem if I can. And so I did a lot of reframing of words you hear in sales. So things like sales calls, those are conversations. It's 
no sale happens outside of a conversation. We're just chatting. Yeah. Right. Like we're chatting with purpose and with the intention that, you know, I can perhaps help you, but we're, we're having a conversation. People, uh, women, especially get like all fussed up about objections. Right. Um, and, and to me, that's really a concern. Someone has a concern or a hesitation. They're not objecting to me. And as a matter of fact, most of their concerns or hesitations are about them yeah, and their ability to take action on solving the problem with the resources you're providing. Um, I see the conversations that I have with people around a sale service. And I've heard people say selling is a, selling is service, selling is love so many times. And in the beginning, I was like, I don't know if I can wrap my head around that one. <laughs> um, but in the real in reality, my sales calls are my greatest act of service. I am completely not attached to whether or not somebody buys from me. There's no desperation. As a matter of fact, I have a, a commitment to myself that I will, if I'm feeling money, worry, or scarcity or fear, I will not have a sales call because that's not the energy that I want to be approaching a sale with, or this person, this human being who's in front of me. Yeah. And when I ask the right questions in a sales conversation, that helps the person gain clarity. It helps them gain insight. It helps them maybe um, reduce some overwhelm that they might be feeling. Whether they buy from me or not, that is of service to the person. We're starved to be heard and seen. And if the only thing I do on a sales call is acknowledge the person and where they're at and um, normalize some of their concerns, then my job is done. I love it. I love it. A couple of things I want to point out in case they missed it. Sales calls are conversations. Same with maybe you're like, well, I don't do sales calls invitations to whatever you're selling invitations to your opportunity conversations. You guys, I think this is one of the most beautiful things because so many people who are trying to build a business online, they stress about all of the details. What's the right thing to say? What's the right, this, what's the right, that it doesn't matter. Like if you're confident in this, in the product or the service that you're providing, you've got to have the conversations in order to any ever connect people with the solution that you have to solve their problems. Like that's just hashtag duh. Like we should know this, but there's so many things that get in the way. Like, oh my gosh, so many things. So I love the, these simple little shifts, sales calls or conversations, objections, are just concerns and hesitations. Like they just don't have enough information yet. They don't have, they don't have enough knowledge. They don't see the value yet. They don't understand how, what you have is going to help them. These are opportunities to just not push more information, but just find out their concerns, ask more questions, find out what they're needing. The better you get at understanding your client, the better you can serve them period. So these are, I love these little simple shifts. Cause I think this will make a big difference for people selling a service. This was one of the things I was afraid of sales <laughs> when I started my business as well. So this is so relatable. 
I was like, I don't want to be the spammy person. I don't want people to think I'm just trying to sell them, but I did have confidence in what I was selling it. The I'm a health and wellness coach. What I was selling were the products and solutions that were helping me get healthier, that were helping me feel better. that were helping me bring more energy and patience into my life with my kids. And I'm like, okay, maybe I don't know how to sell yet. Maybe it freaks me out, but I would be selfish not to offer this solution that is blessing my life to as many women out there as I possibly can. And as soon as I had that shift, like, it's not about me. Like, this is not about me making a sale and making a buck. This is about, I was that girl struggling at home and I needed something. And there's plenty of old Micahs out there. And as soon as I shifted that to, okay, what's in it for them? Just like you were talking about, it totally changed my energy and how I showed up. Yeah. We were, we're so in our heads and so in our stuff that like, we're, we're making it about us when it needs to be about the person in front of us. And I have like this personal philosophy and, and I just basically say, be helpful, be human, be humble. And, and it's so simple. And people are like, but that's just too simple. I'm like, it really (laughs) is that simple. Like be like a helpful human being, like someone today, um, the other week, I, I email a lot. Oh my God. I have so much to say on this topic, Micah. So, um, (laughs) so I send emails, I talk about profit first. I talk about money and somebody responded and they asked me, and I'm always encouraging people ask me questions, like reach out, have a conversation with me. Even like, I don't care. Like, because it's a value to me when somebody asks me questions, because then I know, what needs to be clarified and what content can I be creating or what topics do people want to hear me talk about? So I'm always wanting to hear people's questions. Sometimes I turn them into podcast episodes, like whatever. And this woman wrote me just like the genuinely, like this nicest email. It was very long. She had a lot of questions. Um, She had read the Profit First book. She had actually taken action from the book, which a lot of people don't do. And I said to my team, I said, just book her in with a a call for me for 30 minutes. I just want to talk to her about the questions she has instead of me responding in an email. She's nowhere, she's probably not anywhere near ready to be supported by any of the programs that I have. She's just kind of like, you know, in those beginning stages. And so people may be like, well, Tara, aren't you busy? Yes. Like, yes, I have a very big business. Like I did not have to take 30 minutes and speak to this woman, but I wanted to hear her. I wanted her to feel seen. I wanted her to feel confident. I wanted her to know that she took action and I was really proud of her. Um, I know that if and when the time ever comes that maybe she is ready to be supported like that, she would definitely come back to me. I think that she'd probably refer people to my podcast. Like there's just so much value here that goes beyond a dollar. Yeah. I love that. And that's such a good reminder too, because oftentimes I will hear along the lines of sales and feeling sleazy or having roadblocks around it. One of the things that I hear, because genuinely you hear people buy from people they know, like, and trust that's just human nature. They don't just like people. Yes. They don't just like randomly throw money at something that they just randomly see. Normally they like to watch you. They like to see what you're about. They like to see that you're a normal human and then they will maybe down the road invest. So I think lots of times when they're when people are trying to build a business online and I feel like there's a process, 
you need to be a genuine human. You need to be connecting with people. You need to be building relationships, whether that's through the content you're putting out and they're responding and you're engaging and interacting, or whether that's your normal human and you're on people's pages, being interested in their lives and just humanizing conversations online and actually being social. People like to have that connection. And then I hear lots of times, but I feel weird trying to connect with people because I want to sell them something. And I'm like, oh my gosh, stop it. You're missing the point. I'm not telling you to go only build relationships and be a normal friend, human, meet new people online so that you can do something. Like it's like they're entering these connections and trying to build trust and genuine relationships with an agenda. I'm like, that's not what it's about. If you're here and you're sharing whatever you love and you're being a human online, you should be genuinely connecting with people through content that you're already putting out there. And what you have to sell is going to be for some people. It's also not going to be for some people and that's fine. But the initial connection is essential. You have to humanize yourself before they ever want to invest. So it's like having that long-term focus and vision of knowing, okay, I'm going to show up. I have a purpose to be here in this space. Part of helping someone down the line is genuinely being a human and connecting with them first. So it's like, you're not doing it for, for that reason, but it's also an essential part of the success equation. Like if you ever want to actually build a business, helping people, you've got to be a genuine human. So how do people like separate that? How do they get over that? You know, it's so interesting because this is one of the biggest like quandaries that I like have (laughs) where sometimes the hardest thing for people to understand is you have to be in relationship to others. And I think, I think this might be hard to understand for a couple of reasons. And I'm, I'm literally still trying to unpack this because I'm seeing this a lot. And I, I think it's happening because we're in this online space and people flock to the online space thinking they can hide behind their keyboard. It's true. And just post like social media content and then people are going to buy. Right. But that is not how it works. That is a recipe for being broke. <laughs> That's why, you know, I teach proactive sales skills, which is building relationships, making yeah. connections. Right. And like, so it's so, it's so concerning to me because I have had clients who like, I'm going to go take this LinkedIn course and we're going to go and sit on these LinkedIn comment threads. And we're just going to comment with other people on this thread instead of saying like, Hey, can we just grab like virtual coffee and have a conversation? Like that's so much more effective. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm genuinely perplexed by it. And I listen to podcast episodes with other, by other coaches and they'll be coaching people on these episodes and a person will be like, well, I just don't like people. I'm like, that's going to be hard. Like, it's true. It's genuinely going to be hard to, to have a service or even a product based business. I mean, there's a business out there for you. If you don't like people, don't get me wrong. Like, but yeah, like my husband's a vet, that's a great business. If you don't, <laughs> but actually he still has to engage with like the ranchers. So just kidding. Don't, don't go that route. Don't go but, that but, route like, but like, seriously, right? Like it's really hard, like to yeah. find a business that, um, you don't have to engage with people. And like, I don't like people all the time either. I mean, I have a mug that says it, my favorite, one of my favorite coffee mugs, but like, I like my people. 
Oh, that's, that's the difference, right? I like my people. I'm curious. So I think this is also about being, you know, having courage and being curious. So for, here's a couple of examples. Oh my God, we're so nerding out on this. So (laughs) when I feel crappy, when I'm having like a crappy day, like the other week I woke up, I don't know. I think California was on fire. I think a hurricane was like barreling down on Louisiana. Like there was a whole hot mess of things happening a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, oh my God, life is depressing. And so I was like, okay, if you're feeling like life is depressing, there are other people who are feeling this way too. There are other people who are feeling lost and concerned and you know, drained of their energy. So I opened up my email and I sent my email list an email and I was just like, hi, first name, like, Hey, Micah, you know, and I'm like, how are you feeling today? There's a lot going on in the world. And I just wanted to check in and let you know that I'm, you know, I'm personally asking you, how are you doing? Hit reply. Let me know. Like, because that made me feel better. Yeah. Right. And like, then a lot of people were responding and it had nothing to do with business. I didn't care. I wasn't selling them anything, but I was starting a conversation or, um, there was this, uh, creative on Instagram that I somehow wound up finding and following. And it just so happened that she had posted on her stories, how, and she's a small business owner. She's selling her art, um, in the form of like cards and journals and things like that. And she was like, I'm opening my shop on Friday. I'm feeling like really, you know, she was saying she was feeling really tender about it. And, you know, she was feeling like a lot of self-doubt. Um, and I just messaged her and I was just like, Hey, I'm like, I just found you. And I wanted to let you know that I love your art and I can't wait for your shop to open. Like, I love it. I know. Like at first I was like, is this weird? Is she going to feel like I'm creeping on her? Like, Sometimes people are like weird about their DMs. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to send her some, you know, as a business owner, I get it and send her some love. Right. And like, how can we be doing that in the world? Because when we do that without an agenda, Mm -hmm. we really receive that back if we allow ourselves to. And that's the kicker. I love that. I think so much of this is when you're building a business, you do, you have like, you have these goals and you need goals and you have these things that you want it to do for your life. That's personal to you. And that's a beautiful thing. And so then I think people get stuck in that space of like, this is all about me. This is all about me. I'm only doing this because it benefits me, but like, that's never going to grow a business ever. If, if our listeners haven't read the, the book and the series, the go giver, have you ever mm-hmm. read that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Like that, that was such a simple shift that I needed early on because I did get, get kind of stuck in that place of like, okay, I did want to help all the people, but at the same time, I, I didn't take time to really be like, how is this going to bless their life? Who needs this today? Like, and as soon as that shift happened and it really does, you show up with a purpose for them not for you. Just like you said, I was struggling. The world felt heavy. I felt down. I felt like I was depressed. I bet other people are feeling that way. How can I show up and help them today? It's that little, if you show up in business with that service heart, it completely shifts the energy and the fulfillment and everything that follows. Yeah. And I think that it like, so when I woke up that day and like 
felt really heavy. Like my energy felt really heavy about what was going on in the world. And I sent that email um, that actually shifted my energy that made me feel lighter. Yeah. That made me feel better about things. And so then I always go does. Out, yeah. And like yeah. take other action that was inspired by that, that energy. Like I seeded my day with it. that vibe and that feeling. That's so powerful. Okay. I love all this along the lines of energy. I wanted, I wanted like dig into your, you have this EMS framework. Let's talk about that. Cause I think it's so powerful. Yeah. It was actually, this has been such a great segue because you were starting to talk about it too. When you were saying like, so energy for me is a couple of things. It's like, where am I coming from? What's my come from? What's my approach? Yeah. So if I'm approaching this with desperation, right? So first of all, the EMS framework stands for energy mindset and strategy. And this is a high performance framework for getting the very best results that you can get. And in your business, that often means sales. So we can directly apply this to a perspective of selling. And so support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what is the energy that you are starting off with? Where are you coming from? And so the first thing I use this to order even my day. So the first thing I do in the morning, I wake up and I'm like, energy check. What do I need to feel good? Right. To feel confident because when we feel good, good things happen. When we feel confident, yeah. we make more sales. Right. And then, and then also a lot of that is about, um, emotional intelligence and, and having a place for us to put our emotions, having a place for us to be, to create self-awareness, having a place for us to care for ourselves. So that E and like, so what is that energy management strategy for you? And, you know, for, and it could be anything like, and it depends too on the day. Like, so on the day I woke up and I was feeling like really sluggish and heavy, like, Maybe that's not the day I start my day with a workout. Maybe that's the day I end my day with a workout, but I start my day with being of service or I start my day reading or I start my day diffusing some essential oil and meditating. 
um, or making my bed is always like a very quick energy shift up for me. Yeah. So like, how do we shift our energy up? Um, I love a Peloton. I like lifting heavy things. You know, some people like yoga, some people like dance, some people like walking, some people like hit workouts, like whatever. Like I do believe that movement is a very important part of your energy management strategy because you are literally moving emotion through your body. Yeah. Right. When you do that. And so it's very hard after a workout or movement or a walk or something yoga that you, that you feel crappy. So true. It's the, it's the quickest mood shifter for me too. Yeah. Just like even 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, just 10, I mean, damn, just do some air squats for like a minute even. Yeah. Right. And you, you completely just get those happy hormones going, you get the dopamine hit, you start to feel better. So M is mindset. And that's when I check in because if I check in on my mindset before I move, it's heavy. Like every so like do your mindset work. I'm like, well, if I just move and do my energy work, I don't have to do a ton of mindset work because it's just, it's, it's a natural, it's like more efficient yeah. that way. So mindset, like, what do you believe? What are you believing today? Do you believe it's possible? Do you believe you can make money? Do you believe you can make sales and feel good? Do you believe that you can be of service? Do you believe that the plan you have is just going to work out? Do you believe that whatever you need, you receive when you need it? Like, what, what do you believe? And check in. And if you have some stuff happening that's not supportive of your goals, rewrite it. Shift it, right? Reframe it. Chat with a friend, whatever, however you, whatever that looks like for you. But don't then go and take S is strategy, strategic action. Don't then go and take strategic action from a place of feeling like shit. Sorry, can I say shit? (laughs) (laughs) And and, um, you know, not believing that it's possible because if you take action from that space, it's not going to happen. Yep. It's just not, but if you feel good and you're like, this is possible, you know, anything is possible. I have like such big dreams and I can totally see how everything is aligning in my favor. And now I go and have a conversation with somebody about my service, my product, whatever, send an email or do a follow-up or post on social media. You're carrying that energy through the action that you're taking. And when you do that, you do not have to work as much. Yeah. You can get just as much, um, you can get the results you want in half the time. And you have made sure that you've taken time for yourself first. So you've prioritized filling your bucket, so to speak, right? Making the credits to your bank account, like however you want to think about this before you go and serve. And that is why you can serve so powerfully. And that is why you can make the sales that you need. I love this so much. And it's so, and it's such a simple thing to implement. And I think common sense is not always common knowledge. So I love that we're talking about this because whenever you're going to do a post or you're going to write an email, or you're going to have some conversations and you feel stuck, that is like the biggest shift, like go shift, go do something, go for a walk, come back, reframe, 
don't sit in the funk and try to work through it. I think that's what a lot of people do. And that's like, oh, that's like banging your head against a wall and you will get nowhere fast. And then you'll feel the friction and resistance and it feels gross and it feels off. And you're like, I hate doing this. So that's just like a big spiral downwards. If you're ever feeling that, and I'm not saying if it feels scary for a second, or if you're like having a conversation that makes you feel nervous, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying don't do that, do that, but shift your energy first, make sure your mindset is in the right headspace. feel good before you do the thing period. Yeah. This isn't about avoidance. It's about setting yourself up to do something, even if it's uncomfortable, but making it easier because you've shifted your energy. You're feeling good. Your, your, your mindset is in a positive place. And then it makes doing the uncomfortable, scary thing easier. Yes, it absolutely does. And I, this happens to me a lot. Like I do lots of my social media posts or like jump in my stories to talk either immediately after a workout or immediately after I do some personal development, because that's when I'm like high vibing have like my juices are flowing. I'm feeling good. And that's when words flow versus if I'm like, okay, now it's time to work. This is when I blocked out time to do a social media post. And then it's like, like, don't do that. Find your rhythm, figure out what works for you and build in your most important actions into that space of when you're really in flow, when you're really feeling your best, because it does, it comes with so much more ease and you'll have, oh my gosh, a way better result when you're operating in that wavelength versus the opposite. Yeah. I actually do a lot of my sales follow-ups at the end of the day, because my day is done. I'm so excited that like my day is over and, um, I go out on my back porch, my back patio, which I'm absolutely in love with. We just like did this whole like renovation thanks to like COVID and being stuck in the house. (laughs) And, and I'm like, I, that's where I do my sales follow-ups. I'm like, I'm about to tap out for the day and I'm in this beautiful space. And I just wanted to know if you had any questions about, and it just flows and it feels good and it feels natural. Um, so yeah, you got to leverage that stuff. I love it. And, and I was listening to one of your podcasts this week and you talked so much about, I love how aligned you are. I love how you're so intuitive to like what activities you do in your business each day, depending on how you feel and depending on, I love that. Can we just kind of unpack that for a second? How did you get to that place where you weren't just checking boxes and doing what you were quote unquote supposed to do that day? you became so intentional with your energy and where you wanted to put time and focus and what was the most essential that day. Kind of let's dig into that for a sec. Sure. So <laughs> I always, I always cringe when I say what I'm about to say, cause it sounds really, um, I don't know what it sounds like. It sounds scammy, um, <laughs> but I'll say it like my journal has made me millions of dollars. And if you're listening to this and you're like, what are you talking about, Tara? Um, if you go and search my uh, CEO debrief, the Bold Leadership Revolution CEO debrief, it should come up. And I talk about my process around doing a CEO debrief. And um, I teach women in my programs, especially my the Bold Profit Academy, how to be self-reflective in their businesses. Yeah. And to, I give specific questions around like what's working, what's not working, but like more questions than just that. And through continually aligning 
with my own intuition, not the noise all around me telling me that I have to do reels or I have to do, um, you know, Instagram live, or I need to do uh, webinars or I need whatever. Like I, I focus on what I want to do and what works and how that works and how there's only evidence of that working. Yeah. And I collect it weekly, religiously. I do not miss a beat. And we build in these opportunities because women are like, well, you know, I'm just not that strategic or I'm not, I'm not strategic enough. And I'm like, all that, all strategic means is that you're, you, you've picked your head up and you've, you've taken your head out of like the sand or the weeds and you've looked ahead. Yeah. And when we build that time into our calendar and we do that, that's how that happens. And women are moving so fast. They don't even they don't even stop to celebrate an accomplishment. So true. They just beat right on to the next thing. Um, and it's so uncomfortable to be like, you know what? That really went well this week. That that worked. That was great. Like, I'm really proud of myself that I did that. Or they only see success and wins as something tangible or a number where like they only succeeded if they made money, but not all the things that led up to the making of the money. Right. And so a lot of the women that I work with need to slow down, but, but that's hard, right? We haven't been taught to slow down. Um, our brains don't like to slow down or, or, or we don't like it. Like what happens if we slow down, then what, right? And so I have um, a framework called slow that contextualizes how to be self-reflective and slow down so you could speed up, right? What is that smooth is, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Is that, that's the saying? Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. I think that's it. Um, I didn't make that up. You can Google it. (laughs) So S stands for step back and reflect. L stands for lower pressure and expectations. O stands for own the now. What is happening right now that you need to address? And then W is what's next. And you can just put the what's next in like a park it column. But really the two that I find the most important are the S, step back and reflect. And that's like, usually I use two, two questions, usually that contrast what's working, what's not working, what feels light, what feels heavy, what feels organized, what feels disorganized and the L lower expectations and pressure. What would lower expectations and pressure right now? Because when you do that, you will slow down. Yeah. I love that. I've never, I've never heard that before obviously, <laughs> but I love that. And it's such a, and as I think back to my business over eight years, like those are things that keep you from ever slipping into that, like overwhelmed, burnt out, like you do. Cause you have this, these ebbs and flows within your business. And we have to be hyper aware of like, okay, we just had like a, a big season of push or a big season of growth. What worked, what didn't, like, I love that. That's such a simple habit that every business owner can in- incorporate. This is an endurance game. 
Yeah. You just oh have to gosh, keep going. Yes. Like just keep swimming, right? Like Nemo. Um, <laughs> so that's true. all this is. That's, that's what success in sales, where success in sales comes from. Just take action every day. Just keep swimming. On the days that you feel like you have more energy, take a little more action. So on the days that you don't have the energy, take less action. Like, and it yeah. all kind of comes out in the wash, but you have to, this is about endurability and resilience and putting one foot in front of the other consistently over a long period of time. Absolutely. All right. Before we wrap up, one thing that I want to make sure we chat about is this idea. I love that your whole entire, like everything that you do in, what is it called? The profit? Gold Gold profit. profit. I love it. You're teaching women how to create a healthier relationship with money, how to not be afraid of making a lot of money, how to be smarter about building their wealth, how to be smarter about growing their business. I feel like there's such a stigma. There's like the two extremes. There's the women who are finally like, let's freaking go. Like nothing's holding me back. The sky is the limit. I am here for this. I'm going to create big things in my life. And then there's like the opposite of like, who am I to make money? And who am I to do this? And am I worthy of this much success? And like, how do you help women kind of get over that and just own their desire to be ambitious. Like that is not a bad thing. How do we get over that kind of stigma? Oh, time. I don't like time, right? Like patience, time. And I really, I get it. I think we've all been there, right? Totally. Yeah. So like what you're seeing is like, this is my eighth, I'm going to my eighth year in business. So me standing here talking about sales and money and success and, and all that stuff is, and me being really unapologetic around what I want and how I'm going to get it, but also knowing, again, I've done so much work around my energy behind things. I know that I am not scammy. Yeah. I am trustworthy. I am a safe person to do business with. I know that. You might not know that about me because you might just be meaning me, but or you might not like what I have to say and you might judge what I have, I'm saying. You might be misunderstanding me because you're hearing me through your filter and your lens, but I know where I'm coming from. I love that. And I know. So it's about really building that inner confidence and that knowing that one, you deserve to have goals, that you are worthy of your goals, you are um, inherently worthy. You don't have to do anything to be worthy. You, you're already enough. You're, you're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. Like there's so many marketing messages out there that prey on women that become like self-fulfilling and self-reinforcing. And we have to really tune that out and, and, really go in inside. And and then we have to, at some point, you're going to have the face down moment. You're going to be so sick of your own stuff. (laughs) You're so frustrated with yourself and you're going to make a choice. You're either going to keep being frustrated with yourself. You're going to keep not putting yourself out there, or you're going to go and do something about it.
taking a quick time out from the show to make sure you know about the free video series that I just rolled out. This is specifically for my entrepreneur friends, and it is all about the three main disempowering beliefs that are likely stealing your joy and keeping you stuck in your business. So if you feel like you want to dig into this stuff and learn more about it so that you can move through it, go to micafolsomfit.com slash three blocks. Number three blocks. Right. And, yeah. and we all get to that point. And, and I think to let yourself be frustrated with yourself, like, of course have compassion, but also it's okay to be super frustrated and be like, I've had enough. So whatever book we need to read, whatever coach we need to hire, whatever story we need to tell ourselves, it needs to be different than what we have going on because like, this is, I'm not available for this thing anymore. I, I want the next thing. And it yes. happens for me, like at every level, Yeah. But, right? Like, you're just like, okay, there's a new boundary. There's a new self boundary that needs to be drawn. I'm not available for this thing because this is what I want. I think I that's. Well, I think that's important to make note of is it's not something you just like figure out and then you get through and then you're done. Like it really is. As you reach a next level, you do, you have to break that limit. You've got to break through that barrier again. And it's just this constant process of like, okay, here's a new, here's a new space. This is uncharted territory. What do I want? Am I willing to do this? Am I, am I like working towards something that really lights me up? Yes. Okay, let's go. Like, it's like you, you do all the time you reach those things and you have to continue to step through it. I have a friend who, um, is a coach and she like does these, these baptisms with her clients and like, they go in the water and like, they yell what they're not available for anymore. And they claim the new thing. And so I was doing that this weekend (laughs) in my pool and I'm sitting in the pool. My kids are gone. And I don't know where my husband is at this point, but I'm like, I'm not available for all these things. And this is what I want instead. And blah, 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 blah. And I take a breath and my husband goes, amen. And like, I dunked myself. (laughs) I love it. Wash it off. That's the perfect visual. Like that's the perfect thing. Like go do it. I've heard the, like, write it down on paper, rip it up, burn it. It really is. It's like that decision that you might've been here for this for a minute, but those things aren't serving you anymore. You're getting rid of them and you're moving on. It's like, you get to rewrite your story. You get to rewrite that. I like that baptism. That's powerful. (laughs) That's so good. Okay. Oh, I could talk to you forever. You're so awesome. Okay. We got, we got to wrap it up you guys, but Tara is so full of so much wisdom and I love so much that she stands for. So if you are a business owner and you're just like, gosh, I do struggle with selling, or I do struggle with feeling aligned, or I do struggle with making money. Like lots of people just struggle getting in the positive, like go find her on Instagram for one it's at the Tara Newman. Uh-huh. And then what's your, is your site the same thing or is it your bold? Uh, so my website is the bold profit. No, the bold leaders. I don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> Revolution.com. And my podcast is the bold money revolution. Okay. So much value there. You guys so much value. She like, if you are ready to really take things to the next level, go work with her. I have, I can, 100% back her up that you will not be disappointed. I can promise you that, but you guys 
sales, like if you are running a business period, you are selling something. So just, we got to get over this, this weird sales stuff that we got going on. And I promise you that as soon as you do the, oh my gosh, it's like the sky opens up. You're like, you see things in a whole new light. You, you approach things differently. You speak differently. You feel differently. And I can promise you when you feel different within your business, like the results are just a matter of time until they shift in a way that's in a positive way, right? Because if you're operating in that space of scammy, I feel weird. I feel small. I feel scared. I feel those are not places that you want to be taking action from. So I hope that you can take some of the things that Tara was talking about and really make those shifts within yourself, because that is when you'll start to see change. And if you're confident in the service or the product or whatever you're representing within your business, you need to think bigger picture. Like you're not just selling the product. Lots of times you're selling a feeling. Lots of times you're selling like just really quick as we're ending this, I I was chatting with Tara before and I'm like, it's not even like when I sell health and wellness solutions that have worked for me, I'm not selling a workout program and a supplement. I am literally selling hope, energy, patience, joy, confidence, like, and who doesn't want those things. So I can back the fact that I am representing those things every single day, seven days a week. So if you're feeling like, I don't know, really, I'm not super sure with really take a soul searching dive into what you are representing and build your confidence around those things and use those those words and that language to really speak to the person who you want to serve, because that's when it gets easy to have the conversations when you're really sure about what you're representing. Tara, I love you. I feel like I've known you forever, even though we've only done two episodes. So (laughs) (laughs) I love that we had to redo this one. This one was good. I know. Thank you so much for having me, Micah. Of course. Thanks for being on. And you guys, if you found nuggets, tag us, Tag her, tag me at the Tara Newman at Micah Folsom Fit. Let us know what resonated with you. I love hearing your feedback. I love hearing what spoke to you. I love getting messages from you guys being like, oh my gosh, that episode was for me. I was struggling with that and this helped me. And I'm like, yes, that is what we're here for. So keep sharing, share it with your teams if you feel like this will help them. And you guys, we will be back here next week. See ya. wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around before you head out. I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me. If you left this podcast, a quick review, wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams. Cause if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.